And welcome back to the Oscar Rewind Ceremony. This is our third, uh, we don't even call this annual because we do this about every three months, but this is our third Oscar Rewind Ceremony. We have already awarded two Best Picture wins, according to us, which is much more canon than those rascals, the Academy. We have already awarded Inception and Gaslight, and we are here, Andrew, to announce our third winner of our ceremony. How are you doing today? I am doing well, a little tired. I just got off work, but I had a cup of coffee right before I got on here, so I'm ready and raring to go. Yeah, Andrea's always tired, and she's always having coffee, so no news here. <laughs> Andrew, she's on her... Third shift of the week and third cup of coffee. She is ready to go. Fun fact, I only had one cup of coffee today. Look at that. You're killing it. I'm so proud of you. Killing life. That's all right. Woo. All right. Well, hopefully you were killing these votes here because we are here to award one of these five nominations. We didn't pick the noms. The Academy did. I think if we picked them, we would have had a lot of different films for this year. Yeah. Because we try to watch a few other films from this year to kind of get an understanding of that year for the Oscars. Uh, and, and I just don't understand the Academy. This year had some pretty solid movies. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, better than half the nominations, if I do say so myself. Do the Right Thing, better than all the nominations, if I do say so myself. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think the Academy screwed up a little bit, but... You know what? You know what Harry and Sally and Do the Right Thing don't have, Andrea? What is that? Patriotism. America. Because all these films are so American. So we're here America. to- yeah. America. So we're going to have one Canadian and one half Canadian decide what American film should win Best Picture. Let's go. That's right. We are raring to go. So if you have followed these ceremonies before, it's the same setup as before where we take all the nominations of each of the major categories and say what we would prefer to be the winner. And then at the end, obviously, we save the best for last, the best picture nomination to really decide what film we thought was the best of this year. The five nominations were in no particular order. Born on the 4th of July, Field of Dreams, Dead Poets Society, My Left Foot, and then the Academy's Best Picture, Driving Miss Daisy. So, Andrea, we can get some of these ones out of the way that only had one nomination of the five. So, Best Supporting Actor, it's going to go to Dan Aykroyd because that's the only nominee from the five films that we watched. We didn't see any of the others. Oh, dang. Yeah, so, hey, Dan wins by default. Go Dan. Woo! What movie was Dan from? Dan Aykroyd. He was the son in Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, okay. Fair. I liked him. Yeah. He's huh. pretty good. Sure. Huh. I did. Yeah. Good. And then we also have Best Actress going to Jessica Tandy. Look at that. <sighs> Another Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Well, the Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. And... She also won the actual Best Actress nomination, so we agree with the Academy by default because we didn't see any of the other nominations. So yes. look at her go. We also have Best Supporting Actress, which goes to Brenda Flicker, who also won the award, and it was for My Left Foot. 
That was the mother. Yep. I loved her. That was seriously very well deserved, yes. Yeah, so by default, once again, we agree with the Academy. We're killing it here. But and I think we actually probably would have picked her anyway. Well, I didn't see the other nominations, but she was very good, so. Oh, okay, yeah. true. So I have no idea if I would have agreed or not, but I think it's a worthy win, so I'm sure she was the worthy winner. Why not? And then the final one here that we don't really have a say in, Cinematography. The only film of the five films to be nominated that actually was nominated for Cinematography was Born on the Fourth of July. So by default, it wins that as well. Ooh. Very fun. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember going on record here when we discussed Born on the Fourth of July saying that one of the things I did like about it was the cinematography. So you know what? I'm fine with it. Um, it's fine with me. I actually maybe, thought the cinematography was okay. Maybe there was, was some good shots. I just don't really remember a lot of them. You try to block that film out of your head. Yeah, mostly because it has Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. Just burn, for that alone. Burn, burn, Well, I guess since we're talking about Tom Cruise, I wasn't going to go to this one, but we might as well since he brought it up. <laughs> Let's get on to Best Actor. Probably the biggest award for us this year because it really was a bit of a... Hot take here, but in last place, Andrew might have spoiled it, is Tom Cruise. And I tried, I tried. I said he was third out of four. Oh, wow. I wonder who you put last now. Uh, you might be surprised, but I said he was third out of four. Andrew said he was four out of four. She didn't like him. Mm. I thought he was a good performance. I think this is one of his stronger performances. I do think it was mostly just the material he was given. Yeah. I think he was just given a very meaty performance. But I thought it was good. I thought it was a good performance here. Now we could find what I put in last year because we have Robin Williams in number three. I said he was four out of four. Andrew said he was two out of four. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I I think Wait, Robin I Williams is fine. Yeah, so this was the second best performance of the actors. I definitely thought I did something else, but all right. <laughs> Well, you guys stick to your guns here now, Andrew. Yeah, you thought he was the second best. I thought he was the worst. I think Robin Williams was fine, but if you remember when discussing the Dead Poets Society, I always thought Robin Williams was okay. I thought he was pretty strong in it, a worthy nomination, but I definitely thought his big performance was Good Will Hunting. That seems to be his stronger performance. He's oh, yeah. fine in this. He's okay. We have in second place here, Morgan Freeman. I put him at number two, and Andrew put him at number three. Uh, the best part of Driving Miss Daisy. Even though the other two won by default, Morgan Freeman was the better performance. But at number one, which shouldn't be much of a surprise for anybody, is Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Yeah, he was the best. The best actor out of everyone we watched, for me, by far. Yeah, I think maybe of all three ceremonies we've done, he might be the strongest performance of all of them. Really good performance for him in My Left Foot. If you haven't seen that film, you should watch it just to watch his performance alone. It is really good. So we can move on to the other nominations here. Some of the lesser ones, Score, which we only have two possible nominations here, Born on the Fourth of July or Field of Dreams. Andrew, which one do you think ended up taking the win here? You know, I'm going to say Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, Born on the Fourth of July <laughs> took the win. Uh, mostly by default, because I hate the score for Field of Dreams. So, uh, yeah, 
I, I don't even remember 4th of July being that great, but it couldn't have been worse. Yeah, I don't honestly remember much of them for either of them, but what I remember is more of Born on the 4th of July, and yeah, I went with that just because Field of Dreams, I don't even remember really having one, and if it had one, I feel like it was not very very good at all. How could you not remember it when they're trying to talk at the end of the film, and you just hear... <laughs> The super sad music. You could even hear them talking. Oh my God, that was great. All you could hear is the score. Can you uh, give the audience another repeat of that? Uh, they could just rewind, but yeah. Wow. Field Rude. of Dreams. Making them do work, okay. The watching Field of Dreams is work. Uh, horrible score. The, the more I reflect on this movie, the lower of a score I want to give it. I was not a big fan <laughs> of that movie. I feel like I put it in last for almost all of these. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was not a big Field of Dreams guy. Wow. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, but here, uh, yeah, number one was Born on the Fourth of July for score. I, I thought the score was good. Some of the scenes, the score worked really well for a, a lot more of the emotional scenes. I thought the war score near the beginning wasn't that great. But uh, the last half, I thought, was a pretty decent score. So we can move on to the award that probably annoys me the most. Um, I kind of wish we just didn't talk about it, but I included editing last time, so I got to continue with that trend, editing. So the two nominations are Born on the 4th of July and Driving Miss Daisy. The winner is Born on the 4th of July, which is fine. That's not what I'm annoyed about. Uh, the only thing I'm annoyed about is both films really aren't that great editing-wise. Probably both very weak, in my opinion. And... I'm not saying My Left Foot or Dead Poet Society are better. God forbid, Field of Dreams is worse editing. But the other two, they're just as good, maybe a bit better. Like, I'm shocked that they didn't get the nomination. But I'm going to address this now. A film that wasn't in the nomination pool, Do the Right Thing, might be one of the best edited films ever. And it didn't even get a nomination. What a joke. Sorry, just pissed me off. Do you remember the editing for that? Yeah, no, it was pretty well edited. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, that's like the best thing about the film, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought I got the nomination, but I decided to even get nominated. I was like, get out of town. I think it only got nominated for screenplay. Hmm. So, you know, at least it got that. So that's good, because it is a good screenplay. But Kind of wondering what yeah. else got nominated for this category. For editing? Yeah. Well, here, I can pull it up right here for editing. We have Born on the 4th of July, Driving Miss Daisy, and then the other three is The Bear, Glory, and obviously the Best Female Actress nominated film, The Fabulous Baker Boys. Woo! So, you know, uh, unbelievable. I still can't, I can't get over that. I didn't get a nomination, but it's fine. I'll, I'll get over it. I didn't it. hear good things about Glory, but yeah. it didn't win. It was Born on the 4th of July that won out of everything. And I'm pretty sure Glory is in the top 1,000 films. Like, it's a very highly regarded film. Wow, wow. It's a, is it a war film? I think it's a war film, It's actually. a war film, yeah. so. That's why I haven't seen it yet. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, but it's in the top 1,000. I should have seen it for this. But we have the next award here, which is for directing. We have Dead Poet Society, My Left Foot, and the Oscar Academy winner, Born on the 4th of July for directing. 
And ironically enough, the one that won was in dead last for both of us, which was in third place each, which is which is fine. I actually think all three of these are pretty good directing wise. Yeah. So I'm actually not angry at any of them being nominated, mm-hmm. but I do think Born on the Fourth of July being the winner has a lot to do with its name, like the director's name. Oh my gosh, it's Oscar Wilde. He directs great films. Let's give him another win. I think. My Left Foot should have been the winner. And you agree. That was our winner here for directing. My Left Foot. It was so good. I mean, literally, there is very little I hated about that film. It was amazing. Yeah. And Spike Lee was not a known director at the time. So he did not get a nomination for his directing. Which, ironically enough, was probably his best directed film. Do the right thing. So... They can tell I'm bitter about some, uh, mostly those two, editing and directing. He's I can, a bitter buddy. Yeah, I can forgive the rest, but those two don't make any sense to me. I thought it was beautifully directed, <laughs> but you know, that's fine, whatever. So we have two awards left, screenplay and best picture. I saved screenplay for last because that's another one that has all five nominated, obviously. And so in order for us, we have a tie for last. Born on the 4th of July and Field of Dreams. You had Born on the 4th of July as your least favorite and Field of Dreams as your second least favorite. And I had Field of Dreams as my least favorite and 4th of July as my second least favorite. Wow, you liked 4th of July better? I think Field of Dreams is a horrible screenplay. The story makes no sense. It like changes stories like three times. The screenplay is horrible. I don't think it should have been nominated for screenplay. Wow. The attitude. I know, I know. It, uh, I'm sorry. I, may, I don't know why. Today I'm just very low on Field of Dreams. I think when we discussed it, I was much higher. Yeah, I feel like you were too. I feel like you weren't beating it down with a yeah, stick I'm every sorry. two seconds. I'm not a Field of Dreams hater. Uh, it's good. You are a hater. Yeah. Literally. So then we have in third place, we both have it at number three, which is Driving Miss Daisy for screenplay. It's a good screenplay. It's fine. I like it. Yeah. It was the winner for the Academy. That I disagree with, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it should have been the winner. Yeah. I I mean, I'm a little biased towards the film, but I don't think it should have won. Yeah. And the film that lost to Driving Miss Daisy for screenplay was My Left Foot. We both had it at number two. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then at number one, the other screenplay winner for original screenplay, Dead Poets Society. We both put it number one. Which makes sense. I think it, uh, the strongest part about this film is its screenplay, how it's paced and constructed. I think it's a very smart and clever screenplay. So an easy number one, and I'm glad it won for original screenplay. So we have the final award here, Andrea. The, the big one that we're all talking about, Best Picture. And there isn't too much of a change for us. So we have Born on the Fourth of July. Both of us had it in last place. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want it to win any awards, and it seems like it won a lot of awards. Yeah, yeah, it won quite a bit. What can you say? Uh, the people, the Academy, they love war films and Oscar Wilde. They're very pro, uh, very pro war. America. That's what I like to say. America. And then we have a tie here for third and fourth. We have a little tie between the two. And that's Field of Dreams and Driving Miss Daisy. So I have Driving Miss Daisy in fourth, and you have Field of Dreams at fourth. And then I have Field of Dreams at third, 
and you have Driving Miss Daisy at third. And this is just based on my original score at the very beginning, because I gave Field of Dreams a 3 out of 5 on Letterboxd, and I gave Driving Miss Daisy a 2.5 out of 5. So obviously I had to put Field of Dreams above it. But I'm telling you right now, I think I might bump down Field of Dreams to a 2.5 as well, because I do think I actually like Driving Miss Daisy better. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little shocked at that for you. Yeah, I don't know why I gave Field of Dreams a 3 out of 5. I don't know what I was thinking. Doesn't make any sense. It's an easy 2.5. I don't know. Maybe today I'm just low on it. I think but, you are. Yeah, based on my original score, I'm sticking to this ranking. I had it at number three. Very generous of me. But clearly the top two, we both had it in our top two. This was a no-brainer, and that's at number two. We have Dead Poet Society, which means joining our elite group of Inception, Gaslight. We now have our third best picture winner for the Oscar Rewind, My Left Foot. Yay! The crowd should go wild right now. Yeah, everybody listening to this podcast is losing their <laughs> mind right now, Andrea. They are shitting their pants. My Left Ew. Foot. I, I know, it's disgusting, but they're just so stoked. My left foot is now a best picture winner, according to us. <laughs> it should be. This is literally the best. I don't know. I don't think I can give this film any more praise than, than I have already in the original podcast for My Left Foot. Or like now, like I love this film. This I forget. Did you give it a 5 out of 5 or was it a 4.5? I think I might have given it a 5 out of 5. I would honestly have to check my letterbox to make sure. But I love this film. It was emotional. It was raw. It really just showed a story of someone struggling from birth and then succeeding and basically supporting, like, almost his entire family. Like, he's just a strong individual. I loved it. Yeah, uh, I can't stress this enough. This was not close, the Best Picture winner. Uh, maybe some of the other awards, like Screenplay or mm -hmm. maybe Best Actor, those might have been close, but th this one wasn't close. This mm -hmm. was clearly going to be my left foot. It was by far the best film. Dead Post Side was the only other good film, and the other three sucked. So really, uh, it wasn't even... It was a slam dunk, my left foot. And, like... This this film for me made me want to watch the other Daniel Day-Lewis performances just because I loved him so much in this performance. As an actor, I had literally never watched anything that he had done before. And now I think in the last month, we've watched three different Daniel Day-Lewis performances in different movies. Yeah. It's great. And they were all good. All of them were great. Yeah, considering it's an actor we have never once watched before until mm -hmm. this podcast, we've now seen three fantastic performances. He's definitely kind of already looking up to be one of the best actors ever. We, we really do like him. Yeah, he's definitely sitting... Um, I don't know how much you guys all know me, but he's definitely sitting up there almost with Frances McDormand, which is my favorite actress, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's still nowhere close for me. France McDormand's still <laughs> way better, but uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is definitely fantastic. What about actor, though? Is there an actor that sits way above? Mm, I mean, are you going to say no, no, John no. Goodman? <laughs> I personally love John Goodman, but Daniel Day-Lewis is a better actor. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's not close, but like personally, I love my boy Goodman. Yeah. Of course. Okay, come on. He's in Big Lebowski and Monsters, Inc. Two of my top ten films. Oh. I'm just I'm just saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, neither of those two films uh, was nominated for Best Picture, so we'll, you'll never hear me talking about them. Very sad. It is very sad. But there you have it. That is our next Best Picture winner. We got, I think we got a pretty good Oscar win so far. We got Inception, Gaslight, and My Left Foot. Uh, I think we're beating the Oscars here, three to one. I feel like we are. I feel like these are way better picks than what actually got picked in the Oscars themselves. And I, th I think even this next one's going to be even better. Oh, you have that much faith. Do you know what the next one is? Oof, I don't because we haven't done the random.org draw of the dice. <laughs> yeah, we got to go on random.org here. Here, let me pull it up here on my phone. I'm, I'm super pumped for this. This is my favorite part, getting to see what you were doing and then getting to actually research the movies that we're watching. Yeah, so for those that don't know... Now that the ceremony's over, we've already crowned our crowning film, My Left Foot. We're now going to decide what the next year of the Oscar ceremony will be. And so we've already had three films in the loop, which is 1969, my pick from the very beginning, just because I like the number randomly, you know, very good films, I'm sure. We have 2010, which has been here from the very beginning as well. That was mine, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. We have Andrew's most recent pick, 2012, which she picked this ceremony before. And then we have my next choice here, the next big contender. And I feel very good about this. I, I re-looked some of the years, oh. and I saw this one, and I went, whoa, this might be the best year yet really? if we get it. I think this is an extremely okay. strong year. I think you're just talking a big game. Give me 1977. Another old one. I feel like I have to. Your two picks are from 2010 and 2012. I know. I know. I didn't realize mine were almost back-to-back -back years. Yeah. And <laughs> the issue with 2010 2012 is they're 10 nominations, so it's twice as long. And I kind of like getting, like, the short five-film podcast because then, you know, we can get through a few ceremonies every year. I kind of want to build up our library of films we've seen before we get like to the it. 10 one. Yeah. Well, I like, yeah, I know. I like that we have three now on the podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think once we get to like five plus, then that'd be really cool to look back at all the winners and comparisons. So throwing a 1997 here, uh, honestly, I'm stoked. I hope that's the winner. Uh, I'm telling you that. Or, or 1969. I just for jokes. Well, see, there's two old and two new. So let's see what happens. All right, so we have them all, all right. randomized in the generator here. I'm going to enter the button, and whatever film comes out on top becomes the next year we'll be discussing for a good two or so months, depending on if we get Andrews. It'll be like the next five months. But the next films that we are here to discuss are... 1969. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at this. Both of your years are on top. That's how it is, baby. Wow. This random org hates my, my ears. But okay. Are you going to look up what... See, let's see what movies we have. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to go to the 1969 Oscar year. It's going to be a good one. I I, I can feel it. I, I haven't even checked this year, to be honest with you. I figured I'd check it live with you the first time we do it. So 1969, no idea what films are nominated. They could all be five stinkers. But let's go over to the best picture list here. We have Romeo and Juliet, 
Rachel Rachel, The Lion in Winter, Funny Girl, and the Best Picture winner, Oliver. Well, well, I think I've actually heard of some of those films. Or maybe we saw it on the Schmodown, not sure. I feel like I've definitely heard of Funny Girl and Romeo and Juliet, but like it's yeah. probably not the one I'm thinking of. I've heard of Romeo and Juliet because of Shakespeare, and that's it. I have not heard of any other movie. <laughs> so no idea what the other four are, but I stand by my decision. I think I killed it. Oh, God. You guys are all in for a wild ride. Do you want to make a call here on what's going to be the best film of the five? Because the last time we did a year in the 1945, and I had you just randomly pick one, you picked Gaslight as a joke, and it ended up being the best one. Oh, did I? I don't remember that. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, because Gaslight was by far for me the best, obviously the best. All right, this time I'm going to go with Funny Girl. I just like the name. I think I've actually heard of that one. Maybe not, but I'm excited. So Funny Girl, hopefully you're really like a good pick. I'm going to go with Rachel Rachel because it's so good. You got to say it twice. I knew you were going to pick that one for some reason. There you have it. I'm excited to discuss the 1969. Uh, nominated films here. <laughs> I'm going to do this every intro for this Oscar year. He is so pumped that we got the num number 69. Whoa, wait. 60? Andrew, that's that's inappropriate. <laughs> Whoa. Unbelievable. Yes, I have the bad mind here. Exactly. Yeah, get, get your mouth out of the gutter. All right, so that is everything for the best picture Oscar rewind here. Congratulations to my left foot, and we'll see you guys in two weeks' time when we discuss the 1969 movies. <laughs> yeah.